Frank Williams, Starbucks, and 20-year-old Ravioli. This is The Odds Pod presents the fourth of them. Hey, I'm Ben Hennessy. And I'm Dave Hendrick, and we're the hosts of The Odds Pod, a podcast that asks folks, what's your favorite apocalypse? We're also the team behind the Scout Comics title, The Odds, a comic book that years from now you'll wish you had on to for tips on how to deal with marauding cannibal warlords. Remember, bags and boards are your friends. So given our morbid fascination with how things end from days of the week to all things days ever, we thought we'd create a companion podcast for the similarly cheery HBO adaption of Naughty Dog's hit game, The Last of Us. We're real fun, guys. Get it? Anyway. Episode four, or as we like to call it by now, Wyoming. Well, what did you think of this episode? Yeah, I thought this was a necessary one in the sense that we, we got to spend a little one-on-one time with uh, Joel and Ellie, which is weird to say because, you know, it is a story of these two traversing America together. Um, and they are the, you know, the main, the main characters, the main focus, but we haven't had that much kind of one-on-one time with them yet, you know? Um, and I thought this gave us a bit of an opportunity, certainly in the first half of the show. Yeah, absolutely. For them to chill and spend some time with each other and get to know each other a little bit better. And we get to know them um, much better as well and and see their relationship develop, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, So as always, shall we, uh, shall we start at the start? Let's start at the start. It's always a good place to start. And uh, we kind of start in that, that kind of dark Ellie thing that we mentioned in the previous um, episode Mm. where she was cutting into that, that, um, that infected that was kind of under the, the collapse uh, concrete and stuff and she's kind of doing that Travis Bickle thing in front of a mirror yeah. taking her gun out you can almost right. hear her say you you talking to me let me you show you notes here right so sorry if you can you probably can't. no it's just a big glowy phone on the screen phone on the screen but the first note is Travis Bickle oh really <laughs> yeah, I mean it's the very same yeah, yeah. it's just uh, and it brought me back to my days in in, in school where <laughs> I, I remember reading that. through something in in an English class and it's a poem and there's some guy who's just turned 14 in the poem and he's experimenting with his quiff for the first time and trying to style it, you know? And I kind of thought, oh, is this just what 14-year-olds do in, in this kind of apocalypse, you know? Instead of experimenting being, with a quiff, being, you're posing with a gun, you know? the age, uh, Irish men get their quiffs. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Age. <laughs> you don't get quiffs before then, you know? No, no, it's, um, you know, it's particular to our our species. Um, but yeah, and you know, liked the whole, um, yeah, I mean, it was a total nod. She's wearing it. She's wearing a combat jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's all, it's all there. Um, but also, you know, all the more terrifying because she's 14. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she hasn't seen taxi driver. She's <laughs> seen taxi driver. <laughs> and she's not a demented lunatic who wants to, clean up the streets mm, kind of does though <laughs> but we get to uh she leaves this gary station we find out she's like in front of the mirror and this is this this gas station while joel is siphoning gas from a bunch of cars mm, which i've never actually heard in 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 any apocalypse film which i thought was a good detail was uh the, because it's been 20 years the gas has more or less turned to water so they're stopping quite often to fill up every hour and um yeah yeah oh well, yeah i never never kind of put that together but while he's doing this, she's kind of taking the piss out of him. As you were kind of talking about that relationship that these two have, we mm-hmm. really see it start to unfold here 
she's jeering him about like not knowing how siphoning actually works. He just knows yeah. it's a siphon and this is how you use it. Yeah, um, nice. And then she takes out the joke book. Yeah. And I have been looking forward to this bit. Yeah. Since I'm, the show started, you know. Book of a book of puns worthy of uh Kieran Gillen's finest. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. And it's the same books from the show. I mean, they're just delivered the same way. Um they hit the same moment. And the reaction from Joel is is uh he's not as he's not as into it. He still has that wall up, but as this episode goes on and we see the jokes come a bit more often. That wall comes down. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. The jokes are used really to to kind of attack Joel's defenses. But um, yeah, I mean, I look. Everyone likes a good pun, but three of them in a row, and you're just like, "Come on, man!" You know, <laughs> you're killing me. <laughs> That's not the only book she takes out. No, uh, on their drive, they take her, out. We're on the road. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She goes uh, messing around in the back seat looking for whatever she can find. And she, I think she first comes up with a Hank Williams type. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which, they got that Kate Bush effect from um, from Stranger Things. I, I think don't know if Hank no. Williams is going to rock to the <laughs> top of the charts now. Um, but we'll see. Who knows? You know, imagine. Yeah. A, uh, a Hank Renaissance. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. You know, um, I don't think I don't think he needs it. Fair play to Hank. You know, he's he's still holding his own on you know the scary country chart somewhere. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but, but she does she does uh, discover something else in the back. She does. Uh, she comes across that that porn magazine that uh, <laughs> that clearly uh, Bill and Frank had at some point in their time. Um, probably Bill when he was around on his own, I'd imagine, and. Um, she is absolutely just making it might, so might uncomfortable been. for Joel on purpose. It's might have been something, something Bill and Frank enjoyed together, you know. Could have been, could have been. Um, not, but she's really going in on, oh my God, how does that guy even walk around with that thing? And she's she's turning the magazine on its side and like there's a, a page that folds out two or three times and Joel is getting more and more uncomfortable. And then she really seals the deal with a joke of, oh, why are the pages stuck together? And yeah. Joel can even get an answer. He just stutters. Mm. Uh, That's a line from the game as well, isn't it? All of it. I think I think pretty much that entire conversation was uh, copied and pasted. Yeah. Uh, but still delivered just as well. Still really good. Um, like there's, again, a lot of a lot of homage to the game here. Done the right way. Changed for the right reasons, you know. Big time. And then it's off into the woods. Yeah. And that's a beautiful shot. I mean, the, the, there's a there's a primal thing there in storytelling. You know, once you cross the threshold into the woods, things are going to change. Mm-hmm. You know? And um, certainly there is a there is a change of foot. Um, and it's nothing sinister. Mm-hmm. It's the change in how Joel and Ellie relate to each other. Absolutely. Yeah. They take their first steps to, you know, becoming more honest with each other, I think. And um I think they're already friends. They would just never admit it right now. But hundred percent. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. certainly certainly taking steps to be a little bit more vulnerable and a little bit more honest with each other. Um and that starts once they set up camp for the night. Yeah, we get we get the um the joke book again before they go asleep. And uh, it, this is a, a little change from the game where in the game, Joel didn't know the joke. In this show, 
Ellie asked just before they go to sleep, you know, and kind of like kids asking all the questions of the day gone just before you're about to kind of call the day and end. She starts asking things like, uh, it was, um, why did a scarecrow win an award or something? And Joel's able to say, because am I skipping the jokes? You're looking at me like I'm, am I mixing them up? I think you're mixing them up, man. Oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah, let's save that punchline till the end. All right. Well, yeah, she, she did another joke. Oh, I don't know. I think Joel had this one. She calls him. You know, no, I'm he not. It, but he had it at the end. He, he had you know, he, No, he, they were laughing at the joke at the end, which is a, one of the better ones. The yeah. 30 year one. Um, this one is Joel knows the oh, answer. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, uh, we kind of get, oh, we got to get a few answers are actually around here as well about what dangers are around them before we get to the joke. Ellie asked for a fire. He says, no, I'm not going to light a fire and I'm not going to tell you why, waiting for her to give him the answer. Kind of a dad teaching a daughter kind of stuff. And um, she goes, why, well, infected? And he's, no, nope, not infected. And he says, we're too remote for infected anyway. And without a, a campfire, will will attract people. Mm. Um, the infected, even if they were around, they wouldn't be. They wouldn't even be attracted by the smoke from a fire. It was the remote thing. Um, that's the, they seem to rely on that in the show a little mm-hmm. bit more than you ever got in the game. Like you never really had a sense of ease. I mean, even when you were dealing mm-hmm. with marauders or whatever, but. Um, but it, I, I don't remember, and it's a while, like it is a while since I played the first one, but I don't remember that being a thing. No, you, you, you've echoed my thoughts, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if it was a, a thing that the game kind of teaches you that in this area you'll have this mm-hmm. danger and in this area you'll have this kind of danger. But uh, hearing it out loud, I'm going, oh, I'll, I'll have to go back and have a look to see was that there yeah. as well. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah I, like I'm not, just because I don't remember, it doesn't mean it's not, not the case. Um, but I, like it is, if it's an invention of the show, it's a really clever one because mm-hmm. you do need downtime away from the monsters because otherwise it would be a really quick show if they showed up all the time because they, you know, the odds are they'd eventually get them. Um, and but, we know what the odds are. Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, soon you will too. Um, <laughs> but the um yeah i i do think i like it's 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 a clever little um uh, little device they have you know because it does it allows for moments like that it allows for them to even have that conversation before they go to sleep you know about mm-hmm. what's, you know what else is there you know because it gives them the opportunity to explain to us um more about that world you know and the the threats therein yeah um yeah and uh and those threats are you know there there could be all sorts of terrible people out there um yeah which, which again foreshadows what's coming as well and a, a reveal on one of the characters too which is really interesting and i think joe's words land icily with with ellie there because yeah um i can't remember what she says exactly but uh you probably have it written down but but it's um it's about you know what's what what could be worse out there or you know um uh i think it's you know what's worse than being killed you know there's a there's a conversation around that and it's it's just kind of left hanging in the air you know they they these guys would just they're bad guys they're, there's terrible things that could happen oh that's right yeah that's right he says um like uh well, well will they kill us and he says something to the effect of uh they'll do a lot worse than that yeah I think. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, just, it's, it's left as a threat almost you know over, over the camp for the night you know 
It job. sure is. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like he's kind of almost scared himself because he's the one that doesn't really sleep later. <laughs> yeah, I know. He gets yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, we see later on at night, he's, you know, keeping, keeping watch. And then, you know, he's brewed a massive pot of coffee the next morning because, you know, to tell us he didn't sleep a wink. Um, yeah. Protecting Eddie, you know. And it's kind of a ah moment as well because it's like, you know, he, he cares, you know. That's it. You're, and you're really seeing that kind of, father-daughter thing again because when Ellie wakes up she does that kind of thing you see in, in, in films where children try coffee all the time they hate it they think it tastes horrible you know where she just takes a smell of it and goes oh what is that and then then there's that line I think almost from the game where she she says it's it's like burnt shit or something you know she's just and you, you get to get that glimpse of her oh yeah she is only 14 she may she may be hiding a gun at the moment but um and she might have seen a lot of stuff yeah but yeah there she is she is still a kid you know, she wouldn't have that sophisticated a palate uh, yeah. <laughs> just yet, uh, as we as we uh, as we see, uh, or, or as we saw earlier when they're they're chowing down on twenty year old uh, tinned ravioli. By R D ravioli, oh, yeah. God, it sounds like the worst <laughs> thing ever, but you know, she is wolfing it down. Um, yeah, and Joel disagrees with her. He's like, mm, "This is good." Yeah. You know, a long yeah, way yeah. from Bill's table. You know. <laughs> but not from Bill and Frank's sleeping bags, which apparently Frank's sleeping bag still smells good. Yeah. And that's how they know it's Frank's. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was great. <laughs> um, okay. So, so it's the next morning and uh, mm-hmm. coffee's been had and we're on the road. We're on the road. Yeah. Um, and there's a bit of another kind of father daughter moment where he's trying to show her how to use a map in the car. And she's mm. like, this is her second day in the car. And uh, she's kind of struggling to kind of keep up with the, with, with all this kind of stuff. And then, um, doesn't he say something about her needing sleep? And she goes, no, no, I'm oh, fine. Yeah. I don't need sleep. And then like camera kind of match cuts to the next scene. And she, Joel's more or less in the same pose driving. Yeah. She's in the same position, but like she is like mouth open, yeah. fast asleep, yeah. which mirrors episode one where sister did the very, or Sarah did the very same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I subconsciously called her her sister. Even. Wow. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you see the very same joke played off again uh really funny stuff i like that uh and more kind of kid stuff too where they're so sure that i'm not going to sleep i'm fine and then yeah out, out for the count um Invincible. yeah yeah exactly yeah um, and we see kind of rules broken here as well in the same scene all those things that joel said to her you know we don't tell each other our histories we won't go into any stuff like uh she asks questions about that kind of stuff yeah but joel breaks his own rule and gives away information about um, his his relationship with Tommy. with Tommy, yeah, and uh, this is pretty good. We get we get a good idea that Tommy's obviously pretty capable with a gun. Probably why he was able to kind of um, handle himself so well in the first one. He he was in Desert Storm, mm-hmm. and um, she, uh, Ellie gets an idea of why Tommy went with the fireflies. There's a whole load of stuff here, but to see Joel breaking his own rule for the first time was interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think. I think there's a, you know, there's a few instances throughout this episode where he does that. You know, he breaks his own code mm-hmm. and that's really him learning that the world isn't as black and white as he's made it out to be in his head, you know, yeah. that there, there needs to be nuance and there needs to be a little bit of understanding given and, and the benefit of the doubt given to the people you're with, you know? Yeah. Um, and we'll see that later on over, over the gun, you know, but um, yeah, that, that um, conversation, 
it's it's interesting because it's very it's a it's a very brotherly conversation in the sense that you know he's obviously the older brother mm-hmm. he has a dim view of his younger brother's choices he's doing him down every opportunity yeah, he, is. he gets yeah, yeah. but then he's like yeah but he's my brother we got to find him you know and yeah cuz and 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 i think Ellie asked the question you know what do we do if he's if he's not there you know, and he's like, well, we'll find him. So, well, how do you know we'll find him? It's like, well, I'm persistent. I'm persistent. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really interesting because it, it, I'm not too sure it's, 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 it's real. I think that there's some kind of click here where we see Joel's character clearly have some kind of, of, of element where he needs to be a protector to somebody. Yeah. Um, and like, he, he says something like, um, uh, let me just kind of find a line here somewhere. If you, like Ellie asked him, if you don't think there's hope for the world, why bother going on? And you, yeah. You've got to try, right? And he goes, you haven't seen the world, so you don't know. And then Ellie goes, or then he, then he's, sorry, you, you, you keep going for family. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. And Ellie asks in this conversation, am I family? Yeah. To which he goes, no, you're cargo. Yeah. And he doesn't even say Tess was family here. He's, he even he won't even put a, 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 a some kind of name on what they were. He says he was kind of like family, you know. Yeah, but in uh, his mind, her last wish. Yeah. In his mind, family is Tommy and and Sarah. Mm-hmm. That's it. And so for him to accept anyone else in would probably be to acknowledge the death of his daughter, and he's he's not going to do that. Not yet, you know. No. But, but doing these things where he's the dad, where, you know, even even before, even though he's told her that there's no sign of monsters or danger out in, in the forest, she still kind of does a thing like where she asks, are there still monsters under the bed? Which, which mm-hmm. he says no. And, and I think these little things, like like her falling asleep in the car, these are all breaking down that wall. And he is really starting to see she is just a kid, you know, yeah. and there's no one else to look after her except you. And, and he has that instinct to just protect you know, to be the world's big brother or the world's dad, that's, that's who Joel's going to be. Mm. You know? Yeah. Not necessarily with, you know, lashings of emotion. Yeah. No, not at all. No. <laughs> so anyway, be persistent we're, for you. we're moving on. We, we, we're heading to uh, Kansas mm-hmm. and there's a, a bit of a snarl up on the highway from 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and he just, well, it even looks like it's been barricaded to lure them in. It's yeah, we're gonna get to that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it looks like it's a trap, um, but they don't really see it. So they've got to head head through the city um, to get back onto the highway. Which you know, obviously, they they never get back onto the highway. Um, yeah, they fall foul of a of a bit of a a scam um, when they come across a chap looking for help. And, and as soon as we're in the city, we're driving through piles of things that. Uh, or burnt people or, or other things that seem to have yeah. concepts around them again. You know? They look like clickers that have dried out in the sun or mm-hmm. something. You know, yeah. Yeah. There seems yeah. to be quite a bit of a bit of evidence of that. And obviously the city's in bits. Um and fair play to the production design. Like I don't know if they I don't know how much efforts they went to. Did they just find a slum? somewhere you know uh in 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 uh in british columbia or you know how how much of it was um built how much of it was digital it's hard to tell obviously the the scene when they're going over the river 
there's a big area mm-hmm. over the river which is great um and you can see like you know bits of boats and stuff in the in the uh, in the river and just massive devastation um all digital but there is a scene just after that when they're driving through the highway and are on the highway before they get to the, the roadblock and I was looking at that that surface on the road and I was trying to think I was trying to figure out if it was digitally altered or if it was just for real like that you know well um because it didn't, didn't catch me there I'll have to go back seen, and look at it you know, I drove, I've, I've driven across Canada and I've seen some of the roads up there and I've seen, I've seen a lot of the roads in the, you know, in the, in the kind of Northwest, um, United States and some of them are in bits, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, he could probably find places that, you know, wouldn't need that much set dressing or decoration to, um, to turn them into a, an apocalyptic nightmare, you know? The guys that have to find like the real life places that like to, there's a job in them for this because there's, there's, I mean, the, you can save a studio so much money by not having to digitally edit uh, like a, a background or whatever kind of shooting. That's that's a good win. I mean, that's, that's a lot of money saved. Yeah, well, if it is, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, trying not to offend anybody who lives out that way. Um, if <laughs> if yeah, our, our roads are just as bad here, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, certainly, certainly bends are anyway. Oh, it's ridiculous. There's a there's a pothole outside my house that's about as big as me. <laughs> we've uh, and he's a big guy. Um, and massive. We've, we've just got <laughs> gleaming perfect roads everywhere around the capital. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. They come from far and wide just to admire the tarmac. The roads, um, yeah, it's the best infrastructure you'll ever see. Anyway, um, where were we? So yeah, so we're getting into into Kansas, and they fall down mm-hmm. this uh, this scam. Uh, some chap comes crawling out of the uh, the uh, slums, looking for some help, shouting at them in their in their jeep. Yeah, I'm injured. Help! And yeah, I'm yeah. immediately immediately gelled. Now something's up. So he's you know on on with the seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Throws, throws Eddie a look, get your seatbelt on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this plays out shot for shot, the very same as the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, guy comes walking over. Um, same kind of stuff. Like there's there's projectiles thrown from buildings to kind of break windscreens. Um, what is different from the game was there was a spike strip using this attack that wasn't in the game. And um, that was instead of a, a truck, I think, ramming the side of the of the Jeep. Mm. But they still end up like in a laundromat um, have yeah. had a crash and uh, with the Jeep at the same angle. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and this is where, you know, in episode one, I was talking about the dust motes in the air, you know, like mm-hmm. the color of the air in this laundromat, yeah. just every, the lighting, just everything. It's like, it's just like, it's been lifted and made real, you know, which is a huge art in itself. I mean, I, oh, I'm yeah. using them of laziness in any shape or form. No, it makes loads of sense to do it yeah. too. I mean, if these things worked and people love it, why 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 go to the bother trying to change it or, yeah. or move away yeah. from it? Yeah. Um, but they do change one element here after the crash, just like in the game when Joel is asking Ellie if if is she okay, mm. and they're able to get out of the car on their own under gunfire. Yeah. Whereas in the game, in the game, like Ellie is dragged out of one her side of the car by two yeah. guys, while Joel is dragged out of the car by on his side. And um, this then, like it's 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 a bit different. Like where you're you're hammering the <laughs> you're hammering this button on the controller to stop this guy from shoving Joel's head down on a broken window that's a little piece sticking up. Yeah. 
um, that, that Joe manages to like uh, turn it around and get the other guy's neck on it. And what he, then he runs over to help Ellie. In this instance, they're hanging by uh, behind the car while windows are breaking, everything's going up. Uh, it's a bad day. But they both emerge from the crash safe. There's no major injury. Mm. And um, Joel spots a hole in the wall and tells Ellie, I need you to get over there. I need you to climb in there and not come out until I tell you when. Uh, but when I say go, stay low to the ground and 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 you go. And yeah. just like when they said this at the very start, you see the difference between her and Sarah. Whereas when Sarah first saw Joel take out the granny with the wrench, um, Sarah was shocked. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, Joel had to repeat information to her to get her into the car, tell her what was happening. Whereas when it comes down to business, you tell Ellie once, that's all you need to do. You know, yeah. and he's listening. So then he says, go, he stands up and takes a couple of shots um, just to cover Ellie over, over into the hole in the hall and into the, into the wall. And then he gets to work and he stands up and the first shot he takes, he takes out one of the shooters. And uh, then the other shooter comes in and checks. And just like in the game, when you shoot someone, you don't, you don't just kind of see a guy continue on with himself. He goes, oh no, uh, I forget the guy's name now, but Zach or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Just like in the game, it brings this element of, oh, that was a person. I just killed a guy, you know? Yeah. Um, but but Joel is still in, the, he's on mission and he's now doing exactly what you do in the game. When you take someone out, you go further into the room to find a new spot because they'll they'll catch you if you stay where you are. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what he does. Guy comes in. Um, it's all shot from... Ellie's point of view in the room, if you can oh, hear so Yeah, Ellie's point of view in the other room, yeah, which yeah. makes it more tense. Yeah. You can't, you know, she she's no idea what's going on. She's no idea whose body is falling and, you know, who's who's taking the shots. Yeah, and I think she's she's kind of looking at her bag. She's looking at the wall. And then she hears Joel take out the guy. Mm. And uh, yeah, Well, she hears she someone out. take out someone. That's true, actually. He doesn't know Joel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. And then we cut in, we see Joel's taking out the guy. And then while Joel is kind of getting himself gathered, letting the heart rate come down, he's going to reload the gun or whatever. Someone gets to jump on Joel, they come in through the door, and they yeah. nearly, they, they get him. Like, they're on top of him. Full mount, if you're an MMA fan. Uh, but they're using the gun as a device to uh, to choke Joel out, you know? Yeah. And um, Ellie... Serious, comes- serious eye acting. In in that scene, <laughs> there sure is. I was about to pop out of a head. Yeah, Pedro Pascal's eye veins about, about to burst <laughs> any second. That was amazing. And like you see this, and you worry for Joel, <clears> and <throat> you kind of wish Ellie would hurry up a little bit. We fucking, he's it's not she so good here. You know? Time doesn't she? And oh. she's like, oh, will I use my knife? Got my knife in my hand. Will I use my knife? No, maybe I won't use my knife. You know, I have a gun. Like, hmm. Do I want Joel to know I have a gun? Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh. Joel dies. He's not going to find out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that but that, was... that's kind of a nice thing about the game too. Cause I kind of remember at that point kind of, I think it's when the guy has Joel underwater in the hotel yeah. and he's choking the shit out of Joel and you're hammering this button to try and push the guy out. No, you're hammering the button to try to grab a gun. Yeah. And then someone else grabs a gun and you find out it was Ellie and she, she helps you. And the same thing kind of happens here. Yeah. Uh, Joel's about to go, but Ellie takes a shot. Yeah. Doesn't kill the guy. No, um, wings them. Yeah, again, yeah. just like the game. As soon as you've really hurt someone, they start begging for their life. Yeah. You know? Oh, he gets, off, he so gets you hear yeah. yeah. He's talking about his mom, and oh, mm. it's just you know, it's not good. It reminds me, there's um, uh, there's a uh, George uh, Pelicanus book. 
Um, and it starts with a guy get, guy getting shot and it's a hit. Um, uh, I can't remember. I think he's a bar owner or something, you know, and he's like, it's tough, a big, tough guy. And he's in his, in his thirties. And anyway, the chips are down and he's got a gun against his head and all he can talk about. I think it's, I think he calls for his dad. Before oh God. Yeah. yeah. The bullet, you know, and it's like in this, you've got this chap screaming for his mom, you know? Yeah. And you do feel for him. You see another side of, of the corner. You're not just a bad guy, you know? And he's this like, guy. we can be friends here. Take my knife. Yeah, look, we're yeah. stop fighting. And he gives him the knife. Yeah. And fuck, he get, he, Joel gives it back to him, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. He tells, he doesn't even say thank you to Ellie for shooting him, for getting him off, for saving his life. He yeah. just, the first thing he says to Ellie again is, get back behind the wall. Mm. You know? Kind of glares at Takes her. Takes the gun off her. Yeah. 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 Of, you know, what are you doing with that thing? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes back behind the wall. You have to tell Ellie when it matters. You tell Ellie once. Yeah. And uh, then like we hear like this guy is giving up his knife saying, look, it's a good knife. Take it. Take it. It's yours. Um, and Joel clearly uses the knife. I mean, fuck it. You can hear him throwing it back into him. Um, and uh, then Ellie knows the job is done. And yeah. um, whew, that was that was tough. Because I mean, the, like, even in the game, more so in the game, I think, because you're the guy who has to. Uh, press the button to shoot her or take the guy out or something, but still felt it here, you know, seeing that guy yeah. kind of beg for his life, really beg, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, he sold that well, that chap. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a defining moment, I think between Joel and Ellie as well, mm-hmm. because for starters, you know, she's revealed that she's got a gun and can use one mm-hmm. um, and has taken a shot and, you know, inflicted pain upon uh, someone a random person she she doesn't know from Adam. Yeah, uh, but not a clicker or a zombie, a person. No, an actual human, yeah. yeah. And uh, it reveals something about Joel, I think, as well, in terms of where his priorities are for Eddie. Um, because he's, he's immediately angry mm-hmm. that she's used a gun. And then that anger subsides into consideration and care for her because he's worried about how she will feel after taking that shot. Yeah. Thinking it's the first time she shot someone. And he's also thinking, and he has it later, you didn't kill him, you know, but no one your age would ever have to even hurt someone like that. Yeah. And uh, so he, he, he sends her away so he can go and finish the job because yeah. obviously you let this guy off just like in the game, they fucking run off and try to shoot you again. Yeah, yeah. So he stops that. So he stops this guy informing on him, whatever else is needed, you know? Uh, yeah. They know the score. Yeah. Um, and then they, then they have to make a run for it because they're aware that, uh, like this has made a load, a load of noise. Like the, not again, so much the infected, but this guy's friends will might try to come find yeah, him. Becoming clear that they, this isn't just somebody's mates as well. I mm-hmm. mean, when we're out in the street, we see some pretty organized militia looking individuals driving by. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's a small army out there, um, and these guys were part of it. And then we get to meet the leader of that army. Oh yeah, I mean, and what like cool casting, you know, mm-hmm. Melanie Linsky into it. Um, I watch anything she does. Like, and she's you know she's full time on on Yellow Jackets as well. I mean, season two is just about to drop. Another another apocalyptically themed show. Yeah. Um, and and season one was amazing. She was she was amazing in that. Um, and yeah, 
I mean, she's back at it, you know, the sweetest voiced dictator you'll ever come. <laughs> yeah. And you immediately get to see kind of two sides of her. You're yeah. seeing her being uh, the dictator and you're seeing her being a kind of a, just a mum or something. Someone who looks yeah. after people, you know. Someone, someone who gives a shit about hers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, but also if you cross that line, it's made pretty clear, you know, she, there's, she's got, she's got somebody in custody who um, she blames for the loss of her own uh, family and friends. Mm-hmm. And um, who, who was there, who, uh, 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 lost the word, sorry, it's escaped me now, but he was a doctor who was there for, for the, for her labor. When, uh, oh, he delivered her. Yeah. her delivered. Yeah. Thank you. That's the word. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and even though he did that, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, things come full circle, Hakuna Matata, and all that. And, and he, um, he's a doctor. Like they've got to be hard to find, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, uh, but you know, he, it struck me that he looked really like Chris Claremont. But anyway, um, <laughs> watch out, Chris. Um, but uh, yeah, it still it wasn't enough to keep him, um, keep him going. But it, you know, it comes through from from her interrogation of him that you mm-hmm. know. Was uh, maybe a bit loose-lipped about um, what happened to her brother. Certain individuals, yeah, when it came to Fedra, and uh, routed a few people out for either being, you know, part of the resistance, the Fireflies, or just doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, he was one of the chattering classes. I think that uh, yeah. got people killed, um, even though he didn't directly. Um, do it himself yeah, yeah. Right. those those individuals out. but he was and he also seemed to know someone who was in on the beating of her brother mm. and yeah. he, because it's her brother we're hearing what Joel said uh, back to Ellie McCarr uh, have a bit more meaning where it's like you protect your family you do yeah. it for family yeah. so yeah. she's doing this for family yeah. you know so she, we're kind of seeing this, her be a, mm-hmm. this in this instance I'm saying this with air quotes this that she's doing like I mean she has raised an army she has mm-hmm. you know, she's running yeah. a militia across Kansas um, and they're, you know, very well uh, equipped and they appear to be really well trained yeah, and able for anything, you know? So yeah, she's, um, she's really doing it for family now. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's the boss. And there's a moment where you think maybe she's not as big a boss because they bring in the, not as big a boss, maybe as, as cold hearted a boss. Mm. Yeah, because they bring in the two people that Joel has killed and yeah. the one that's still wounded, uh, fatally wounded, as she finds out. And um, she goes from asking questions like a normal person, looking like she's feeling bad about it, like she cares for these people. And when she finds out that there's no hope, she, you can see a click in her, like, I'm taking this out on someone. If the oh, yeah. doctor can't save him, don't need a doctor. And she goes right back in, Yeah, tells the guard to open the door. She doesn't even walk into the room. She takes out her gun, stands there and shoots the doctor dead. Her gigantic handgun. Like it's like a desert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you see that she can go from one to the other. She can go from being really nice. Or she oh, can go she, from yeah, taking you out. She is, she is a mom and she is uh, an executioner. And, you know, the irony isn't lost that, you know, the man who delivered her, you know, she delivers death onto him, you know, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that whole kind of weird circle of things um, yeah. is there. And then, um, you know, we've got Joel and Ellie hiding out in mm-hmm. in the centre of town um, in uh, a bar. I think they're in a, in a bar, they're the high-low bar. Something like that, the high-low or something. Out like that. The yeah, high-low yeah. bar, yeah. I was uh, going to say low something. High-low sounds better. Yeah, I said that sounds right. They're, 
weirdly calm. I thought they were very calm for the for what was going on around them. Yeah, when you see military vehicles drive around with <laughs> weed of people sprayed on them. Um <laughs> Like, I mean, wouldn't you be worried? These guys seem extremely adept. They know the Federal camp has been run over. They're pretty sure now that these guys I are mean, the guys who ran over that camp. You know, it's, it's a moot point, Ben. Wouldn't I be afraid? I mean, like, I would have been afraid five episodes ago for whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. just would have been constantly shitting myself the whole yeah, way. Thing. That, yeah. that Thursday night when they first started biting people. Yeah, I'd have no, been I mean, about that, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't have survived anyway. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I, I, you know, I absolutely would have been pacing the floor, terrified in that bar, you know, listening, yeah. listening to the military vehicles outside and the soldiers kicking down doors, you know, yeah, I would have been, I would have been just like, come on, let's just go outside, let's just, uh, let's just talk to these guys, you know. Instead, Joel just matter of factly goes, they're starting with uh, apartments. Hmm. Um, We'll they'll be here soon. We'll have to get out of here. Or something. Yeah. You know, we're Stay okay now. Yeah, Jesus, get out of there now. Yeah, and then they have a little little chat. They, they, they actually, from their viewpoint, they see uh, like a, a big building four mm. blocks away. That that's that's the point they're going to go to as soon yeah. as they get the opportunity to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they also have another kind of father daughter daughter moment. Daughter a fa- a father daughter father, moment here. Father moment. Yeah. A father daughter moment. Uh, daughter. <laughs> yep. Um, and it's it's pretty cool actually because they start getting into the gun, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, what the hell was going on with that? Yeah, and Joel stutters his way through it. I mean, he can't do this, and I think I think the dialogue. Says cool. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes to the thing is I didn't uh, didn't hear that guy coming, and you're just a kid, and you shouldn't know what that means to, and oh, it's not like you killed him. But shooting or uh, and then he says, oh, I'm not good at this. And she says, uh, yeah. you're really not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and he says, I mean, it was my fault and you shouldn't have had to. And I'm sorry, he says. Hmm. You know, he said, in the game, Joel rips into her for having a gun and yeah. using a gun. And this, he apologizes to her. Yeah. yeah. Which is huge. Yeah. But you know what? It's in keeping with the lines that we've already established in that relationship and, and how Joel always needs somebody to instruct him as well as somebody yeah. to care for, you know? So. And, and emotionally now, as well as physically, that guy would have bested her if Ellie wasn't there. Mm. And now we're seeing him develop emotionally, which he also needs, you know, and wouldn't yeah. happen without Ellie either. Yeah. yeah. Big time, big time. Yeah. They, they need each other, you know? Um, and you know, this is another step on that journey. Yeah. Um, and I think it happens when Ellie, like Joel assumes this was the first time she had to do this. And then Ellie lets him know, that no, wasn't my first time. Hmm. And uh, you see him take that on board. He doesn't ask. No. He just starts showing her how to use a gun. Yeah. 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 I thought, like, obviously terrible. Never show a 14 year old. Never be in the same room as a gun. That would be my advice for anybody. Um, <laughs> Well, you know, if you're in a um, uh, fungus apocalypse situation and, you know, the local Kansas City mafia um, are uh, out to get you, maybe you should you should tool up and uh, and learn how to handle it properly. So, yeah, there is this weird, very American moment where Joel teaches Ellie how to hold the gun properly so yeah. that we can take it off her 
you know I think that's going to come up I think that that particular oh. grip is going to like, someone's going to get kind of close to her and she's going to know how not to let go or how to hold on to the gun and probably get to get the drop on someone who let themselves get very close to her you know I think that's going to come up again but I also liked how how she goes to put it in her back of her pants and oh, yeah. goes don't don't put it there you'll put it in your pack you'll shoot your ass off yeah and um I, I gotta agree with him, you know, you know. Speaking, speaking as a coward, um, I see <laughs> dudes on shows all the time, and they're picking up guns and they're sticking them in the in the back of their trousers mm. or whatever. And that's like, dude, like, is the safety on? <laughs> Did you accidentally turn the safety off when you put it back there? What do you yeah. mean that you're doing all those squats for? If that's what <laughs> so, you, maybe maybe because you have enough ass to shoot off, so you still have some there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah i know everyone likes a nice scar and all but come on you know <laughs> yeah 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 that's that's too much i like to be able to sit down on my ass as well no that's what it's for right i mean <laughs> yeah. i do enough of it to know yeah 100 percent. uh comic book artist yeah it's... yeah there, there, there's not much like uh running around from a um, mushroom infected uh not the, not the uh, health threats yeah. it's job in the world yeah yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, uh, then it's time to get moving again. Yeah, they, they do. They, they start to make their way out of the shop and like, I gotta say, whoever boarded that fucking door made a balls of it. Joel takes that wood off the door. Like it was nothing. Yeah. It's a bit uh, super powered there, isn't it? It's yeah. What the yeah. fuck? I mean, well, you know, he doesn't even need a hammer. He just Draws rips it off the thing Hulk move. And, and does it quietly, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'd have been effing and blind and I can't even put Ikea from there. I was swearing. Yeah. He just takes that stuff off the door. Like it was no problem. Yeah, I don't. But then we go back to, to no. Melanie Linsky and, and the We The People uh, army. Yeah, so there's another plot thread in, introduced here where we're looking for an individual. Mm-hmm. Well, we got the name earlier. We did. Um, and I was worried because they don't mention Sam. They just oh, yeah. mentioned Henry. Okay. And in the game, Henry and Sam are big characters. Yeah. But like so far, like this show hasn't pulled any punches when it comes to children. And I was like, oh, don't tell me Sam's oh. already gone. <laughs> oh, you were thinking he was. Yeah, I thought he was already get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh no. Yeah. Uh, but thankfully, not 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 the case. They get into a, an attic space. Is that right? Yeah. During the course of the search, I suppose for Joel and Ellie, they discover um, uh, an attic that uh, Henry and Sam are hanging out in, and we get to see kind of remnants of of their um just existence there there's empty food cans there's there's some really lovely drawings um of uh of of them as superheroes i suppose um which is which is cool Actually, uh, can i ask about that right because at the end we see a picture we see them right now i'm partially colorblind but or, in those drawings there's yeah. definitely an orange bandana or something on is on, there on. i thought it was a red cape um, oh there was definitely a cape yeah, I thought it was like like soups, um, you know, blue. Yeah, yeah. But they had Spider Man stuff there as well. I'm pretty sure. But I think there was a picture of the two guys, and I think one of them had an orange ba- or two of them had an orange bandana. Oh, I, and I think at the end we see orange across one of their faces. Now I'm I'm partially colorblind. It's poorly lit because uh, it's supposed to be dark. So I yeah, could be very very, very wrong. <laughs> they were doing the uh, the um, Michael Stipe slash Edward Nigma. Um, mask, which is yeah, I think basically so. just makeup across across the eyes. Um, but yeah, it was orange? Could have been red. Could have been red. I'm colorblind. It could have been blue. Yeah. I don't know. I think there was something. I'm not there. colorblind, <laughs> but I was thinking it was red. But okay, okay. You know, 
Yeah. I mean, my, my two kids are colorblind and, you know, it's, it's funny because every so often you'd be like, oh, you just picked that one up. Yeah. Well, which one? The, the green one. And I get a, yeah, which one's the green one? <laughs> I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> I like to do that with my wife and my kids when I come to a stoplight. He goes, that's, that's, that's green, right? Yeah. Are you just, you just go top middle? And I speed up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I seem to run into those uh, colorblind drivers all the time, you know. When <laughs> Maybe it's just me repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> Is he you? Um, but yeah, where were we? So, um, yeah, so oh, that's yeah, not good. And the lads are on the run again. So they, they've, they, Henry and Sam, they've legged it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this seems to be the last bolt hole that they had. Yeah. And, uh, and then we get to oh, see we, something really yeah. bad. Yeah. I'm excited. I got, cause I thought like, we'd, cause this was supposed to happen in the, in the game with Bill and we, 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 they, they went on a route yeah. and we didn't get to see this monster. They talked about it in episode two. Um, oh, on no the walk, way. yeah, on the walk, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I forget, I forget who the guy's name was. I'm not even sure I got it. Um, but like handsome, beardy military man is talking to to Mel. Mel I'm not sure he had a name. name. I was holding out for a name. I yeah, yeah, I couldn't get it. I, yeah, <laughs> but just, we'll just call him handsome, beardy military man. Yeah, and uh, himself. And, he's in the eye of the beholder. I would have said rugged, beardy military man. But if you think he's handsome. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Nice <laughs> eyes, though. Good eyes. Yeah. He definitely lets you know when he's frightened with those eyes and he lets you know when he's not happy with your decision. It seems um, to have been a great episode for eye acting. <laughs> a lot maybe. of decent eye acting going on. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Because we even, even at the end, we kind of just see a couple mm. of Yeah. Uh, yeah. True. Mm. Never thought of eye acting as being a thing before. No. I, I, it's, it is now. But then I'm not an actor, so what do I know? No, no, you're not. Um, um, but yeah, so we are—they're—they're they're continuing to kind of search buildings, trying to find um, Joel and Ellie and Henry and Sam as well. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she's convinced it's just Henry and Sam, and they've taken on some mercs to help them. Yes, like she spin the story for no, the rally behind her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're seeing that uh, dictatorship behind her and it's kind of weird because they've obviously rallied against Fedra, but in the room where she killed the doctor, we see all these things the doctor would have been allowed to have a, a doctor himself. He would have had a lawyer, but she's taken all these rights from him. Yeah. yeah. And uh, here we see um handsome military man mm. uh, give her a look and she looks at him after they discover him and goes, what is it? And he goes, I need you to see something. Yeah. And he brings her downstairs and uh, he gets very quiet. She gets very quiet mm. and he takes out his gun and he's ready to use it if he has to. And he slowly opens the door and we see something. Yeah. Yeah. We, well, we see something by saying nothing. Mm. So we just see a pulverized crater of a, of a floor uh, yeah. that appears to be almost breathing. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something under that building and it's trying to get out and it's huge. Massive. Um, it almost made a noise, I think, didn't it? Yeah. It yeah. A growl. yeah. I think there was a bit of a, a bit of a, yeah, bit of a burp, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pushing its way up and it's, it's defo coming out to play at some point. Yeah, it sure is. Um, I'm, I'm going to guess now that it's the bloater. 
I've yeah, seen it in one of the trailer of a thing crawling out of the ground. Maybe it's something fucking else. I don't know, but it looks like it's going to be a bloater. I think we're going yeah. to have a bloater. Yeah. And I'm, I can't wait. Uh, I, can, I, think, I think that could do two things. It, it'll make mm-hmm. everything worse. Yeah. Immediately, but also probably make things better for Joel and Ellie. I think that's yeah, gonna, I think that's gonna be our distraction, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, this thing chows down on the rest of the we the people army, they're mm. gonna get away. Or or chows down or 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 you know, um assimilates them into the uh Cordyceps collect- collective, you know. Um, I kind of like that that Cordyceps collective thing playing off here because the the breathing moving concave floor. Mm. feels like that's that's part of the mushrooms talking to each other in a way you mm. know yeah and uh and then just at the point where it really starts to move we hear a little bit of a growl um was it kathleen or Catherine? what was kathleen kathleen yeah she makes a noise as i say we, we're getting out of here now and they close yeah. the door and, and yeah. they go back upstairs and uh they are he asks her when will we tell everyone and mm. she says not yet. We'll find um, Sam and Henry first. We'll do what we're yeah. doing first. And he looks at her and says, like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More eye acting. Yeah. Like this, this whole city is going to just any hope for this city now is gone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be destroyed by, by this thing under the, uh, the floorboards. And, uh, and she's holding out to prove a point. You know, and then we just, and, and then just kind of caught from that conversation to, to uh, Joel and Ellie at night, yeah, breaking into that that building. I guess they were talking about, yeah, and, and like they're breaking into like the bottom floor. And I'm like, oh, don't don't break into that building though. Please yeah. tell me this is somewhere else, you know. Um, and they never really show us the floor. And I was looking around when they both get in. Like, is that the place? But we kind of see another nice nod to the game here. And we're, I think we're it, it is a place, few times. Right? Yeah, it is the place. Is it the place? I think it is. Oh fuck! <laughs> that's what we were led to believe by the direction. Anyway, yeah, that, think- that's that's kind of what it looked like. But at least they're like what they climbed thirty-three floors up or something. To, and like, oh, as long as it's not in the bottom floor, they'll be okay for another one. Yeah. Have you ever um, done a climb of a building like that? I don't think I've ever done thirty-three floors. I did eighty-eight. Fuck! How long did that take you to do? It took a while. It was uh, two days. No, no, no. Camping in the middle. It was an evening. We did it for fun, um, uh, in air quotes, um, in the Empire State Building. Oh, very good, very good. Self and and, um, my my significant other. And uh, yeah, man, it's uh, if you're going to do that, I would advise you to do it towards the end of the evening. Because you're not the rest for of your anything day, though. else at that point, <laughs> and you don't want to go out to dinner straight after drenched in sweat. You know, <laughs> so um, yeah. But it's 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 amazing to do. But wow, yeah, doing doing those kind of yeah. I I was watching that, and I, like I did that in my twenties, and I was watching Joel, who's like fifty six, and he says <laughs> later on, you know, yeah. she, she starts ri- ribbing him about being lazy. Or he's like, I'm not lazy. I'm fifty six. You know, and, <laughs> yeah. um. I was looking at him like I was feeling I was feeling every step, you know, in the quads. Uh, oh yeah. But but I mean a lot happens on even the walk up to there. There's another moment between these two. Hmm. Like like where she asked him, How did you know that was an ambush? Yeah. And just like the game again, he says, because oh, I've I've been on both sides. And um yeah. she asked him then, Did you have to kill innocent people? Yeah. And he just skirts the question. Come on. It's eye acting again. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not even. We we get that back of the head from Joel. He's just walking away again. You know, he, he's good at this walking away. <laughs> um, well, like as they break into the place as well, like we see that kind of joke. And I think like uh, Ellie says something like, where would you be without me? Yeah. And we're all thinking like, well, look, according to the start of this episode, he'd be pretty fucking dead without you. Mm. But then Joel just says, Wyoming. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and then even she says, yeah, I walked into that one, didn't I? Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, I guess so. So there's a real camaraderie setting in between the two now, you know? Yeah, and that kind of give and take in that conversation was great. I thought, you know, it was, um, it really sets them up as friends now, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, big time. And she's, as you said, she's ripping into him after doing the 33 floors yeah. and he calls her, I'm 56, you little shit or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's just... <laughs> It's like there comes a time in, in any conversation between an older person and a younger person where the older person eventually has to mention their age, you know? <laughs> this is, this has to be part yeah. of the course, you know? Yeah, it's like, that's not fair. I'm so much older than you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it kind of goes back to what Tess was saying as well, you know? You try climbing these things with our knees at our age, you know? Oh, I do, I do it in yeah. Disco, I do it, you know, <laughs> car, do, yeah, it's just, you know, yeah. What do you mean? I'm parked all over the place. I'm, I'm 46. Leave me alone. I have um, to do what I want. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's uh, time to bed down for the night. Oh, it, it is. And I, I love, I love when they, when you see people use the sound alarms, like, mm-hmm. like, when, uh, I, I keep going back to Mission Impossible where we, I saw Tom Cruise do it for the first time where he's taking glass bulbs down off things and breaking up the, the glass, putting it on the ground and, and making his way back to his safe place where he's going to zone down so he'll yeah. hear someone walk on the glass yeah uh when they're walking in and it's interesting because like um i think uh ellie then asked joel what he's doing yeah and after a little bit of him not answering she asked questions two or three times he then turns around and goes what because what are you doing and then he explains this is this is a way to make sure that we're safe and that, uh, if someone comes in we'll hear him when they walk on the glass yeah and then Ellie goes, uh, are you sure you will hear it? And he goes, yeah, well, that's the point, you know? And then we're kind of seeing another side of Ellie, having seen the jokes thing beforehand, where she goes, well, I've noticed out of your left or right ear. Right ear. Right ear. He's yeah. right ear. You don't hear so well. Yeah. And um, like we realized, oh, she's actually, she's really taken in things that you wouldn't expect her to do. She's a clever you know? girl. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's, she says this to uh, to, know, to Joel and asks, like, is that because of that, that wound you had around around your ear? And he says it's more likely from from shooing people, you know? Uh, oh, so stay, stick with the knife if you want to hold on to your, uh, to your hearing. Yeah. yeah. Another yeah. nice moment, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, a nice moment in a, in a grim world. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, it was, um, it was good. Yeah. Uh, and then we get uh, we get the joke, don't we? We do, yeah. The diarrhea joke. Mm. Uh, um, did you know diarrhea was hereditary? It runs in your genes, mm. and it's just brilliant. I don't remember that one being in the game. Probably, maybe it was because there's a rake of jokes in the game. I think and, you, uh, you have an option to do more than you need. Yeah, I, I didn't cycle through all of them. Yeah. Um, I thought I had, and then I found it afterwards. My mates had heard like two or three more, and I'm like, oh fuck, I should have stayed there a bit longer. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, but it gets yeah. attention, doesn't it? And we have- it does because because Joel has just asked her as well, like if she wanted to talk about 
Yeah. The, the first time she had to kill someone. Yeah. And she says, no, I don't. And yeah. uh, he leans over just to say, like, okay, you don't have to talk about it um, if you don't want to. But, you know, I'm in here and you're young. You shouldn't have had to do that. And you should rest a little easier. And he says something that gives her a line like, oh, does it get easier? So he says something like, you're, someone your age shouldn't have to do that. And yeah. he's like, oh, because it gets easier when you get older. Yeah. You know, another moment where you realize, oh, he is fucking, she knows a lot of stuff. She's sure. really lived in this, in this 14 years of life, you know? Mm, yeah. And uh, then he goes, no, not really. It doesn't get easier. Yeah. No. And then after this moment, we, we get the, the diarrhea joke. We get the diarrhea uh, joke. And if this had been an episode of Mask, one of the greatest 80s cartoon shows ever, that would have been the end. Ends on a laugh, everybody giggling away, mm-hmm. you know? And we kind of fade. And was that the first time we see Joel actually laughing? Probably since Sarah. Well, I mean, pre-infection yeah. laugh, I think. But yeah, post-infection, definitely the first time we've seen him laugh. Yeah, try yeah. like post-trauma, Joe, Joel, yeah. Like we got a hint of it the first time uh, in when they were coming in the forest because he has a little smile as he rolls over to go yeah. to sleep. Yeah, and this one he goes full on laugh, and uh, yeah. what's really good about this scene is uh, you're losing it, Joel. And he goes, "Yeah, I am losing it," mm. and we are seeing at that point, oh, okay, um, he's not at his best here. It's going to go wrong. He's lost it a little. Well, and we also know losing that could it well be the trauma of the last few years, mm-hmm. and the fact that he's had to isolate himself from the world and and himself, you know? Mm-hmm. So that can work on a couple of levels. It, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, to get uh, I, I think that's our visual cue. Yeah. To let us know. Oh, he's not, he's not. And, and before that we got told basically without actually outright saying it, he's not going to hear someone sneak up on him. There's a good chance he won't if it's mm-hmm. on the right hand side. Yeah. Yeah. So please go on about mask. Oh, uh, this, well, this no, really well. I was just saying, you know, every episode of Mask ends with a good giggle um, off the back of a really terrible joke. Um, <laughs> so I don't, I don't know if you're, if you're familiar, um, but um, look, if you're going to, if you are going to familiarize yourself with Mask, the only thing I would ask you to familiarize yourself with is the banging theme tune from, from oh, is, you know, it's up there with anything Giorgio Moroder ever made, to be honest with you. You know, it's proper new wave synth pop um, applied to sell tiny action figures um but anyway uh yeah so we we have a giggle we fade to black everyone's mm-hmm. asleep and then we hear ellie calling joel to wake up and joel is lying on his left ear his right ear exposed so he didn't hear the approach of joel Henry and, Sam. Henry and, Sam. and that's it we're out yeah yeah and uh, we we see we see Sam, um, we, we see Ellie with her hands up kind of out of focus as Joel's kind of come back to life a little bit. Yeah. For half a second, we get a, yeah. get a little bit of it. And then we look over and we see Sam holding the gun mm-hmm. at Joel doing a shh. Yeah. And uh, then then we cut out completely fade to black. Yeah. Done. Uh, yeah. yeah. But we know it's all going to work out well, right? I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> like well, like fine, it, it looked... It looked kind of friendly because if it was going to be mean, wouldn't they just have shot him asleep? And why would they be telling him to be quiet? Exactly. You know? Yeah. And then why are they telling him to be quiet from? Well, we'll is it the bloater downstairs? We'll find out. Oh, we'll can't find wait. Out in, in less than a week. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, we get this early. Yeah, yeah. 
we do get this one early. We'll be on as normal, but um, yeah, this episode, the next episode is coming out early because there's some kind of thing with owls or something. And oh, a sports bowl, superb owls. Um, <laughs> already sure what what that's all about, but um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll 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 be we'll be here as normal anyway. Um, next week with a with a review. Um, so that was great. I really yeah. enjoyed. I thought, you know, I, I do think you're going to have a few people, and I haven't looked, but you're probably going to have a few people online saying, oh, it was a filler episode or is this, you know, and like it really wasn't. Mm-hmm. I would defend that episode to the hilt because the writing was so strong. I mean, you have yeah. to have exposition. It, it exists. You have to have it. You have to tell people where the story's going or what's happening. And they are so good at that stuff in this, you know? Um, and you know, not every episode is going to be, uh, you know, an Emmy winner, um, because you know, that's the nature. Of it, it, it's going to be hard to beat the last episode they put out. Right. That's yeah. already won all the Emmys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this still, I mean, this episode introduced, you know, so many new concepts, new, mm-hmm. you know, a new world really. And, yeah. uh, a big bad, two big bads, to be honest. Yeah. 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 And gave us a whole new plot thread to to go down as well and opened up validated their relationship opened up yeah ellie and joe's relationship as well so so um yeah it it was you know another another fine episode of the last of us in my books you know i I agree you know a masterpiece in dialogue and and how we have to use it to bring and what's going forward yeah brilliant brilliant you know i don't know if it's the if it's the 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 writer's room or the script editor, or you know the director, but someone's getting the uh, the big black pen out and redacting a lot of stuff, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before it gets shot, and it's it's fantastic. Like it's just you know, it's down, it all comes down to eye acting, Ben. Eye acting, yeah, yeah. that should be the name of the episode. Yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, um, we'll be back on with the regular podcast, the mm-hmm. odds pod on. Thursday, barring any technical yep. difficulties. Sorry, we were late last week. Oops. Um, but um, but we did we still put out a put out a great episode uh with Mr. John Lees. Um this coming one is going to encourage you all to go off and listen to something else, but it's yeah. well worth your time. Oh, yeah. Not listen to it already, so stay tuned for that. You can find out more details on our Twitter handle, which is at the odds pods or directly for me on at Dave Hendrick and I'm at Benesey there you go so look um, we'll talk to you next week hang in there try not to eat too many mushrooms go for that boy RD um, ravioli though looks good <laughs> 20 years man All right. <laughs> go uh, go listen to Hank Williams get him to the top of the charts <laughs> on the way nice one see you later